Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. We are going to be having a fun time here on campus here at Trade Show University. I'm Jim Cermak, and glad you're here today. This is going to be so much fun because this is a topic that I absolutely love. I some this is a this is a role in trade shows that I didn't know existed at the beginning and I came to appreciate and love as I use them and that is brand ambassadors. Anyone who's used a brand ambassador at their booth before, you know if you get the right one, it could literally almost double your results because for me as an introvert, I don't like uh, going and engaging with people. It's very uncomfortable for me. But if we could have someone do that and then hand over to me someone that's already been uh, maybe pre-qualified and, and made that initial engagement, and now I could talk about the things that I know and love about my business, that's what it's all about. And today I have on Al Schuster and Stephanie Crawford from Polaris Brand Promotions to talk all about brand ambassadors and how to pick the right one and what you should expect from them. And and so if you haven't ever done this before, you're in the right place. You are in the right place. And before we start talking with uh, Al and Stephanie, please make sure you are signed up for our email newsletter at uh, tradeshowu.biz. Just go to the homepage, drop your email there, and you'll also get a free gift. Also, make sure you're subscribed to whatever podcast player you already love. But just make sure you continue to come back and binge. Keep binging on episodes and get better. You are making such a huge investment. If you're not doing it, your company is making a huge investment in trade shows, and you need to make sure you're getting the most out of them. So please be sure to keep coming back here each week to Trade Show University. And now, let's go talk to Al and Stephanie from Polaris. All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm really excited today to introduce a couple of people to, that we're going to be talking about a topic that could be a game changer, a complete game changer for your next event. If you're an exhibitor and you've worked a lot of trade shows and conferences in the past, and maybe each time you're like, wow, you know, we, uh, we struggle a little bit, or maybe you're not overwhelmed by, your, by the results you've been getting, this could be a game changer. And we're going to be talking about brand ambassadors and using those special people at your booth and why you should do it and when you should do it and all that good stuff. So I'm proud to introduce Al Schuster and Stephanie Crawford from Polaris Brand Promotions. Al is the president of Polaris. It's a nationwide promotional staffing agency. And Stephanie is the client relations manager for Polaris. She has over 10 years of promotional staffing industry experience. Really excited, Al and Stephanie. Thanks for joining me today and welcome to Trade Show University. Hi, hi to all of our event and trade show professionals out there. 
Hey, everyone. Hey, Jim, thanks for having us today. Absolutely, absolutely. So for those who are not familiar with a brand ambassador, if you could just, Al, give us a, a brief overview. What is a brand ambassador? A brand ambassador is the person that is hired by a company to promote their products and services to an end user. Generally, that would be a consumer. Some of the prime examples you would see of a brand ambassador is if you're out and about and you see people in branded shirts giving away things on, out on the street, such as a street team, you might see them at a sports stadium in a 10 by 10 pop-up tent, collecting information, giving away giveaways, running games, things like that, as well as in-store tastings. If you ever go into, say, a supermarket or, say, a beer, wine, or spirit store on a Friday afternoon and you have someone giving away samples encouraging you to buy their product, that's where you'd commonly see a brand ambassador, where they're also used, and as is relevant to this episode, is if you're at a trade show and you have a large footprint and you see people you know, interacting with the attendees, maybe playing games with them, collecting their information, they're usually brand ambassadors. Brand ambassadors usually don't work directly for the company that they are representing. They are hired by a third-party agency such as ours. Okay, excellent. Thank you for doing that. And so we, we see brand ambassadors a lot of times in our our day to day activities, which is something that you know people. Are, oh, okay, now I know, now I get it, now I get it. But from a from a trade show perspective, why don't you give an idea of why why should someone hire someone if they if they're the listeners right now are sitting there going, okay, I've got plenty of staff. We've worked these shows over and over. Why should I? Why should I hire someone else to help work my booth? Why? Why brand ambassador? The easiest way to explain it is to take all the costs that you are putting into your trade show booth and your your overall trade show experience, whether that be airfare, hotels, meals, even the ride sharing costs or the transportation to to get around, for your company's team members, the actual employees of your company. By hiring an agency such as ours for you know, a rate around $50 an hour, you can have someone that is trained before the show to collect as much data and get as many interactions with the attendees. And that will not only save you money, but also will allow your employees to not have to go to this show and actually not have them being taken away from their day-to-day -day responsibilities. That's a, that's a great answer and a great reason why to consider it. So Stephanie, what do you think, what would be some good skills, some experiences that these brand ambassadors should have? What should companies look for in a brand ambassador? Yes. So I always like to say when we staff brand ambassadors, we are not just looking for the model right? That's great to have somebody, you know, looking, looking nice for the product. But when, when it comes to brand ambassadors themselves, we want overall great personalities. We want someone who's going to show up with a smile, bring, bring out their outgoingness, all of those things. We want them to be able to engage with the consumer. We want them to practice and learn the brand before they get there so that they're able and willing to talk about exactly what the product is and who it is that's you know having them at the event. So that's kind of what we're looking for. Now, as Al mentioned, 
these people are independent contractors who come to our agency. So a lot of times you're going to get bartenders, you're going to get teachers, you're going to get these people who also work full-time jobs and they're out there in the job force and they're able to bring all of their great qualities into brand ambassador work. That's great. So yeah, so you've got this variety of people to choose from that maybe can match what you're trying to do at the show, whether your company's brand, you don't want someone that's completely foreign to the brand that you're trying to, to portray as, as uh, when you're there at the show. Now, and I, I totally understand it, it, uh, that you want that that great, that outgoing personality, the person that's bringing the energy, they're bringing the smile. Because as an attendee, I, I know that I am drawn to people like that. I don't, you know, if someone's just kind of standing there with their, their arms crossed and I don't want to approach that booth because I want to have a good conversation yeah. unless I definitely have to. So, Al, you went back. You mentioned something a little bit earlier that's, that's near and dear to my heart, and that is training. So, what kind of things would you train someone so so that the company that's is hiring a brand ambassador, they are not just expecting someone to show up and you hand them a, a badge scanner and say go. <laughs> you want them to actually be trained up. What what kind of stuff would would you train them on? To start out, you want them to know about the brand. It can be something as simple as providing them with a cell sheet with bullet points that you want them to memorize to be able to talk to the attendees and give them the basic information. You also want to train them about how the product is used. So if there is a, a live demo or there is some technical questions that may be asked, the brand ambassador could answer them. The brand ambassador is not supposed to be your only person necessarily at your booth. They should be a supplement to your staff. So you want to give them enough knowledge to be able to answer some of the attendee questions, but you know, you don't need to overly train them into every question that may be asked. And then beyond that, the training would involve, you know, whatever interactive activity you're doing to lead generate and lead gather at the trade show. So for instance, you don't want to train them on any type of you know, technology that you'd use to collect information. You'd want to walk them through what their expectations are in terms of arrival time, you know, who they're reporting to, what they're going to be doing on a day-to-day -day basis. I just said to say, overall, you want to train them on you know, what your goals and expectations are. So when they're out there, you know, it's a mission and they need to know what the goal of that mission is. Is it to collect as many business cards as possible to get as many registrations, to get as many buyers to want to purchase on site. You really need to identify what your goals are and be able to train your team on what those goals are. You can't just send them in and just expect them to know, okay, well, I'm just going to come in here and do this. You want to help them understand why and how they're contributing to the success of the show. That's so great and so critical. As we talk about goals, we talk about, you know, what is the role that that person is going to play? So as, as you, the listener right now, as you're trying to maybe consider, should we do this? Should we add a brand ambassador to our booth? And if so, what are we going to have them do? It can be something as simple as just, we want them to scan badges. We want them to bring people into the booth and then pass them off. Right. That could be one of the things, right, Stephanie, that's, uh, that you could just have them do. But you, but you could have them have a more complex role. 
And so just like your team that you're bringing from your company, you want to train them up on what exactly you <laughs> you need them to do because they can be an integral part of of not like uh, Al, you mentioned lead generation, which is that's typically the main goal of of companies when they go to a, a trade show or a conference, they want to generate leads. So how do you get your brand ambassador to do it? And then let your team know what the brand ambassador's role is. So there's not people stepping on toes, not people going, well, why is that person doing this? I'm supposed to be doing that. So make sure that they are well integrated into your team. So how much how much time in advance of, of a show should someone look for and secure a brand ambassador? And how much time should they expect to have to train that person? In regards to how far in advance you should begin looking, we always say, the more time you give us, the better quality of a brand ambassador you'll get from our database. And the reason we say that is because I can give you a perfect example. When I was working as a brand ambassador, almost full-time, it was my second, second full-time job, I was always booked out solid for a good four to eight weeks. So that tends to be what a lot of people do in this industry. They get booked out really quick. So if you want to get those really high quality people on your team, got to give us a leeway to, to grab them before they get, you know, swooped up. That's always a great thing. Also, the more time you give us, the more time we have to provide that information and to train them. We usually will do a training completely based on how the client wants to handle it. If the client wants to be hand on, hands on and lead a training themselves we can gather everybody for a Zoom call and they can be the ones to provide the information. We can also get the information ahead of time and we can do our training whenever it works best for us and the team. And then we also can provide quizzes. We can have them do interactive watching videos. If videos are provided, we can give those sell sheets as Al mentioned. So there are tons of ways that we ensure that our brand ambassadors are showing up with all the knowledge they need and all of the documents to fill that knowledge. If you know a question comes up when they're on site and they're not entirely sure about it, we're gonna make sure they have the resources to find that answer if needed. Thank you so much to the great answer. So everybody listening, plan out as far out as, as you possibly can. As soon as you think that, wow, I, I want to do this, you're going to have the best choice of candidates that is going to be the best match to your company and your brand. And also you're going to get the best of the best at, the, at that point. So, uh, and the companies like, like Polaris, Al and Stephanie, they know their team. They know the, the, the bench of uh, talent that they have available to them, and they're going to best be able to to match that up with what your needs are. And if you're you're getting really close to this show and and you're like, oh, scrambling, and oh, we forgot to do this, or this is something we we have a show coming up quickly. I'm sure they could still get you know, a quality candidate, but it might not be the the absolute best fit with with what you're looking for. So give them the time that they need, and give yourself time that, that you need. Maybe you want to be personally involved in some of the interviewing process. Do do you offer that to to your clients as well that they could be part of uh, the selection process? Yeah, so basically how we handle that, we already have our database of our brand ambassadors. We are always recruiting. So if it's in a new market that we have not done much work in, I'm always looking for talent that is there that maybe we have just not connected with directly yet. 
And what I do is if the client prefers us to have them in the loop, sometimes they just tell us to run with it that, you know, they don't have the time. That's a lot of times why we get hired. But if they do want to be involved, the way we handle that is I'll interview a handful of people, however many they prefer. And I will play, put it in kind of a PowerPoint presentation for them kind of highlighting, I'll throw photos of them working events. I'll give how many years of experience they've had, what other brands they've worked that have been similar, all of these bullet points and present that. And then from that list, they're able to just choose them. If they do want to still speak with a few people at that point, we can absolutely set that up. But usually that's that's where we go, where I say, hey, I will do all the interviews. Let me do all that you know, busy work for you. Let me get that for you done. Here is all the information you would have gotten out of that call. I will give you my best suge suggestions of who fits and we can go from there. Wow. You give a lot of, a lot of options, a lot of flexibility to the Everything companies. Everything is client to client. Everything can be customized exactly how the client wants us to handle it. Awesome. And I'm going to, I'm going to circle back to something you, we, you talked about a little bit earlier, and that is the training part of it. So you give also a lot of flexibility to the, to the customer if they want to be really involved in the training, or if they're like, you know what, we've got so much on our plate. We want you guys to handle the training for us. And they would just provide you with, with the information needed and then you can handle the training for them. Really, really great. How about from a, uh, I know we t you talked, Al, you mentioned earlier a lot of the consumer markets that, that people deal. What about B2B? What about business to business? Is that something else that you would also recommend for a, uh, to have a brand ambassador for in a business to business setting? Certainly. One of the biggest challenges that I see when I attend trade shows is when I walk up to, say, a booth and you'll have two representatives from the company that are interacting with maybe two to three other attendees. I walk up, I don't see a business card on the table. I don't feel like standing around. I know I want to have a business connection with this person. So either I'm going to have to grab a piece of literature, which do usually doesn't have individual contact information on it, or I'm going to need to walk around and hope I remember to come back, or I'm just going to see who else is available. So it's really critical because when you're at a B2B trade show, it's extremely critical that you get as many touch points as possible because everyone at a show is a potential business opportunity, a potential client, or maybe even a potential vendor for you. So the goal with having your brand ambassador at a B2B show is to be able to at least pre-qualify and pre-screen anyone get their business cards, get their contact info, scan their badge so that you can follow up with them later after the show. So they have that positive engagement with someone from your booth that is memorable, but won't be taking up a, a lot of time doing that. In fact, your brand ambassador might you know, also serve as a gatekeeper and almost stall that attendee until the salesperson's done their conversation so that then they can continue with that, the actual representative of the company. So it's really important because if you're not having a brand ambassador there to kind of do that pre-qualification, that lead gathering, you're either going to miss out on possibly 90% of your attendees, or you're going to have to purchase a an attendee list from the, uh, the showrunner, which may cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you never really had that experience. You're just getting a name that you have to cold follow up with by a call or an email. You never had that personal interaction. So that's why for B2B, it's especially important because in a B2C environment, I'm sure you obviously want the brand wants to come first, 
But in B2B, you really want to make a connection, uh, really a networking connection with the people at the show. So you want to be able to talk with someone from your company, even if it's a brand ambassador who's just going to give them that friendly face and the general information. Thank you so much for confirming everything that I thought I knew about using using brand ambassadors in B2B because I think it's extremely powerful. And you mentioned 90%, you, you might be missing 90% of the possible leads at the show by not having a, additional staffing that is focused on bringing people into your booth. Is that right? Is that, did, I, did I listen to here correctly? 90%? That is a non-scientific, I should say, <laughs> determination of my own observations. Because if you look at a show floor, if you're just casually observing, how many hundreds or thousands of people, and it's in our nature, and we start a conversation to keep that conversation going. Right. And I've been to a lot of professional networking events. And my goal when I go into a room is to meet as many people as possible. I don't like to have five, 10 minute long conversations. I want to just establish a connection get a business card, shake hands, and move on to the next person. And the same thing needs to be done at a trade show. You need to go in with that mentality of, I need to talk with as many people as possible. I need to keep the conversation short so that when we do follow up, you know, I'll have hundreds of business cards instead of dozens of business cards. Yes. Yes. Love that. Love that. And, and it makes so much sense is when you're standing at, at your booth and it's a well-attended trade show, like you said, you could have thousands and thousands of people at a, at a show. You could have, you know, people just streaming past your booth and they may only pass your booth one time. You, you just don't know depending on where you're located you might have one shot of grabbing someone's attention. And if you're, if everybody in your booth is all tied up talking to people, then you're missing every single person that's walking past. So having that person that's dedicated to grabbing someone, getting their information, kind of doing a quick qualification and passing them off to someone else in the booth, or, or like you said, being that gatekeeper and kind of stalling them for a little bit while, while someone is uh, finishing up a conversation, you have now just multiplied your, your potential by some sort of factor. So that is just, that's a powerful, powerful reason. Thank you so much for sharing that. As we, as we kind of turn the corner and, and come through our, our conversation today, what would you think, what would you say are some of the top tips you want people to take away from, from thinking about brand ambassadors? So in terms of top tips or takeaways, I would have to say that you really need to look at your budget on how much you're spending on sending your team members out to a trade show versus the benefit you would get by hiring brand ambassador talent to supplement, but not replace the staff that you'd have from your company that's working your booth. The other important thing is to create a compelling experience for your attendees or consumers that's branded to your brand. Don't just do a business card drop. Just don't use cheap branded promotional items such as pens or koozies that may have nothing to do with your brand that you just want to give away. Create an experience, whether it be a demo of your product, whether it be a game that somehow aligns, some way to have that interaction with the attendees to create that unforgettable experience. So when you call for your follow-up, they're like, hey, I remember your booth. I met so-and-so or I did such because developing that connection is absolutely critical. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So 
I'll go back in. So really just making that connection is critical. Thank you for those tips. Those are fantastic. And going back to a budget, I'm just going to throw something in there. And, and Alan, Stephanie, feel free to uh, jump on this or, or just shoot me down <laughs> if you'd like. But for all those listening... If you have that one person works for your company, maybe they're a fantastic sales rep, but they get to the show and they're just absolutely horrible at the show. They, 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 they're on their phone the whole time. They're constantly walking away from the booth. They disappear for hours at a time. And you're like, oh, well, we got to have them there. They're our top salesperson. Maybe you can replace them with a brand ambassador <laughs> and they don't need to be there and you're going to have someone dedicated doing to exactly what you need them to do and then then uh, leave that person to do what they do really well, which is following up and closing the sale. So so anyway, I just want to throw that in there and that could be something that adds to that that you mentioned budget. You don't have to fly that person out and then be stuck with that person, be frustrated while they're not working the show like you'd like them to. So <laughs> thanks so much for, for sharing those top tips. Tell us about Polaris Brand Promotions, please. So Polaris Brand Promotions is a nationwide promotional staffing agency. We've been around for about six years now. We operate all across the country with around 6,000 brand ambassadors in our database. We've clocked in well over 1,200 different brand ambassador experiences so far, whether they be uh, two to three hour in-store tastings up all the way up to a dozen or so people at a street team or at a sports stadium or a concert or, or something like that. Primarily, we work in the alcoholic beverage space. We do in-store tastings, beer promotions at, at ballparks, things like that. But we also do heavily work in street teams, those pop-up displays, and trade show booth staffing. So really, wherever brands want to promote their products and, and services directly to consumers is where you'll find our team members at. Fantastic. So for everyone who is considering adding a brand ambassador, maybe they want to get more information. What's the best way for them to contact you? They can either contact us through polarisbrandpromotions.com or they can follow us on all of the major social media platforms. Fantastic. And I'll add those into the show notes. So you can just click that show notes button and then you'll have the links to reach out to Al and Stephanie and find out more about what Polaris Brand Promotions does and see if a brand ambassador is going to be the right move for your next upcoming show. Al, Stephanie, thank you so much for sharing the, this great information today, giving people a lot to consider for their upcoming events. I really, really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. And everyone continue to, to, to figure out new ways to make your shows better. It is, it is really, really critical with as much money as we invest in these shows that we are making the most of them. And like Al said, you can be missing 90% of the people walking past your booth. So make sure you're making the most of it. And by making most of it, also come back, keep coming back to Trade Show University. Keep binging on episodes, keep learning and improving. And we will see you here on campus next time at Trade Show University.